Cameron. I'm Zach. And I'm Caitlin. And this is the Watching You Watch Podcast. Anime Edition. Woo! Yay! Yay! <laughs> so yeah, this is the Watching You Watch Podcast where we, where we... That was appropriate. Yeah. No, I like it. <laughs> where, Sorry. Where we watch uh, TV shows with the special theme that some of us... Uh, namely in this one, Zach and I, have uh, seen the show before, and in this one, Attack on Titan. And some of us, namely Caitlin, yep. Only have Caitlin. not. Nope. <laughs> She's the last one. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, if you've been following along with us, we are in the second half of Attack on Titan, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's really good. <laughs> yep. This is, this is one of my favorite segments of the show. Um, and... I mean, okay, so everything before this was good, but when I was first watching this, this this is the part where it just, like, cemented for me. I was like, yes, I'm addicted now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the yeah. segment of episodes we're watching this time, um, it begins with the first uh, scouting mission for our new cadets who have joined the scouts, and it ends mm-hmm. with them um, capturing the female titan um, <laughs> in the forest. The and we get a cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Caitlin referred to it as the abbot. Abbot. Yes, because girl plus abs. Yep. Abbot. So, abbot. Perfect. Yep. So, Sold. Yeah. So, Caitlin, why don't you recap those episodes for you? What were your highlights of these episodes? All right, so um, we have our scout regiment, and we had already seen the layout of their mission, uh, but this is them actually executing it, and it's crazy. Basically, they are super spread out, and every time they encounter a Titan, uh, they shoot off different colors of smoke to signal to the rest of the group, and they just keep redirecting, and the whole point is just to keep pushing forward. And uh, everything seems to be going really smoothly for a while, and then all of a sudden, like... One of the, it was like one of the spotting regions um, basically gets completely wiped out. Um, But, of course, they're so spread out that it's really hard to get the word that that's happened. Uh, So most of them are still pushing ahead. And all of a sudden, uh, we kind of hang out with Armin for a while. And um, we see that there's this weird female titan, like, charging him. And... She takes down the other two guys that were in his group, and he's freaking out, of course. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. And then she literally just takes off his hood, looks him in the face, and leaves. And it's like... You're like, what? What? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) So great. So he's like, what? I'm not dead? Oh my gosh! It should be worth pointing out here, too, that when we were watching this, there was a little bit of a cliffhanger here between episodes. And, like, Caitlin literally, like, got up and was like, what the heck? Yeah, okay, yeah. Right before the female titan steps on Armin. That was the cutoff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was going to happen. It's like, She's like, like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. I was freaking out the whole time. (laughs) But, see... Like, these three episodes, they were so, like, seamless in their transition that it felt like one episode. It's true. And mm-hmm. also, I was, like, begging them to skip they the do. credits they because do. I just had to keep going. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, we have Armin, and he's all of a sudden, like, oh, my gosh, I need to let other people know. I can't believe I'm still alive. <laughs> um, so, then he and Rhina and John get up together, uh, and they all three try and take down this female titan, a.k.a. Abbott, again. And, uh, oh my gosh, I thought Rhino was going to die because, as we know from the last one, I predict- 
predicted he was going to die. <laughs> and like, I called, I called it. Like, I was freaking yeah, that out. that was her first word. She was just like, I called it. I, I called it. I was like, Ron is dead. I can't believe he's dead. But then all of a sudden, boom, he cuts himself out of the hand of Abbott. And we're like, yay, he's still alive. And John's like, oh my gosh, he's so badass. And <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. so, that, so that was like the layout of that. But basically, they get away. Except they're down to horses, and so they're stranded out in the open, and Abbott keeps on running. And, oh, it's it's also important to point out that Armin tried to distract her for a second by yelling basically random stuff about Aaron being wiped out in the first group. Right, being dead. And, yeah, and so he tried to throw her off, and we clearly in that scene recognize that she's out to get Aaron. Yep. Um, Because she immediately turned around, but then it was one of those things where... He wasn't quite sure if she fell for it, and she didn't. Mm-hmm. So, but we at least knew at this point she's after Aaron, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, Jean Reina and Armin are stranded, and then they're whistling to get um, another horse, at least, because Armin can at least be carried. And <laughs> then all of a sudden, um, Krista responds to their distress signal, and they're all like, oh my gosh, I'm going to marry this woman. <laughs> Especially Ryan. It was, it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. It I was, love that scene. It was definitely great. Um, and it was like a little bit of lighthearted stuff, which was definitely needed. So anyway, um, then after this point, everybody sort of gets back into formation, and they reach this tree line. And only the center squad, who has, like, Aaron and the main Levi squad, goes through the center of the woods. And everybody else peels off to the side. And then most of them have to, um, you know, dismount and get into the trees. And they're told, like, don't let any titans into the trees. And at this point, we see that, like, they don't know what the plan is anymore. They've gone completely off track. And, like, nobody knows what's going on. Right. They're even told different locations for Aaron. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, everyone's confused, completely in the dark. And including Levi and his group, which was, like, the real kicker. So um, then the female charges up to this main group, and she's basically almost caught up to them at this point. And uh, the backup squad tries to keep swinging in with their ODM gear, but she's decimating all of them. And we have Levi's group just continue to charge on through. And then we have this big moment where Aaron is, like, really frustrated, and he wants to just turn into a titan to take her down because he's seeing all the death. But they're telling him to, you know, trust them. And so then we get this big flashback in the third episode of, like, how that trust was formed. And so it had to deal with um, Hanji trying to get Aaron to change so she could study him, and at first it didn't work. And then all of a sudden he was reaching for a spoon after, like, biting himself and it didn't work at all. And then all of a sudden he, like, partially changed, kind of like with the cannonball scene. And um, then they all freak out and are ready to kill him. And then, of course, except for Hanji, because she's like, oh my gosh, I want to touch it! <laughs> and then it was like Hanji way possible. Yeah, it was like, great. Oh, it's hot! I love science! <laughs> yes, it was great. And so Levi um, is trying to calm all of them down because they just kind of want to kill Aaron. And he recognizes at this point how fragile their relationship was. Um, but then at the end of that scene, they figure out that Aaron not only needs to hurt himself, but he needs a very set goal. And in this case, the goal was just reaching for a spoon. But because he had already hurt himself and he was, like, you know, weakened and whatever, um, that's what happened. But then the rest of the Levi squad all bite their hand and they realize how painful that is. And basically, that's the the trust that was formed. And so then we flash forward again and they're all saying, you know, you got to trust me, Aaron. And he's like, okay, I'm with you. And so they charge ahead and all of a sudden they come into this line with um, Ervin's main group 
And they have all these cannons with, like, harpoons, basically, that they launch into the female titan. (laughs) She's completely trapped, and they realize that this was the plan all along, even though they weren't told. Yep. Boom. Episode end. Yeah. It's crazy. That That was a lot, but that's what happened. It's so complicated and so dense, and, like, I love it. Yeah. It's all good. It's great, because not even all of it is explained. They do, like, tactful flashes to different things. Yeah. It's so well done. It was very well done. Yes. Uh, so why don't we jump right into our recap questions yes. here. Okay. So, in the beginning of the episode, you saw them in that formation. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on it? What are its strengths? What are its weaknesses? Okay, strength is, like, that they have kind of this succession of, like, who sees a titan and where. And then the um, signals that they send off let the rest of the group know. And so they can kind of change direction as a group. Um but it also, like, keeps the key members in the center most protected so that the Titans have to come all the way through these different layers in order to get to the center group. And by that point, they should have had plenty of notice, um, you know. So the goal is to protect that main group. Um, that, so that's definitely a strength because, like, they can be very aware of what's going on. Uh, but the weakness which kind of, like, goes along with the strength is, like, yes, they're spread out, and so they can see what's going on, but they're spread out. So mm-hmm. um, it's really True. easy for the Titans. If they come in on one section, they can just wipe it out. Mm-hmm. And we saw that with um, the one spotting squad because uh, they just got ambushed, and yeah. there wasn't enough time, and there wasn't enough people, so they were just taken out. I mean, yeah, it's the best option they have because, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, they're on foot. They don't have the advantage of having buildings around to latch onto mm-hmm. with their ODM gear. So, like, they're already at a disadvantage that way, and they're making the best of what they got. And it yeah. seems to work. And yeah. arguably it worked until I mean, they met an, a really abnormal type. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the formation sticks together. It does. They all make it to that forest at the end there. And right. That's a, that's a yeah. feat in and of itself, just considering how spread apart they are. Like, every yeah. time you see those flares go up, you just see how widespread they are. And that's not even, like, the full extent of the formation. Like, mm-hmm. it's just that little section that you're able to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that blows my mind when I see it. Just the scale of that and how they're able oh, to Oh, yeah. Like, it was definitely brilliant. And I think that its strength sort of, like, outplayed the weakness of it. Uh-huh. Um, because it was the best that they could do. Uh, so, and it worked. You're right. So yeah. it was it was intense though. Yeah. So in this episode, you see a lot of the cadets that we've been with for a while now um, really come into their own. People like Jean and mm-hmm. and Reiner and uh, Armin and all of them, and they they're no longer just these cadets that we saw at a training camp. They're full fledged members of the military in the scouts. So I was wondering, like, which scouts? Um, maturity uh were you most impressed with you know whose growth were you most impressed with from that original group of people Hmm. i would have to say john okay yeah because like he's still arrogant and annoying sometimes (laughs) but at the same time like he he did say you know i'm still looking out for number one but he also recognized the importance of the mission. Mm-hmm. And so, like, at first, I was really nervous when they were waiting for his horse that he was just going to take, ride his horse, and run. Like, I was right. really scared. Oh, yeah. And I was like, please don't do that. Yeah. And he didn't. Like, it, it was, I don't know. I. It's hard to say, like, that's a big moment that he yeah. didn't betray his friends. But, oh like, gosh. at the same time. And yet he remembers Marco in, like, you know, like, the funeral pyre yeah. there. And it's yep. just, like, really sad. And yet yeah. he realizes, realizes that there's consequences 
you know, to his actions, and yeah. he can't think for him, like think about number one all the time. And yeah, it's just... and then at, when they're on the tree line, and he's really frustrated because he doesn't know what's going on, he like talks as if he's gonna mutiny, and Armin's like, "Oh, <laughs> dude, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Don't worry, I'm just talking." Like, but the <laughs> yeah. fact that he was just talking, like. Yeah. You know, so he's not, I'm not saying he's fully matured, but the fact that he's, like, recognizing his place, I mm. think that was it's actually kind of great, because his friends, like, are sort of like, wait, John can be different? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? So uh, even wait. Armin, the super character, was like, wait, John's being different? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> well, for me, the answer to this question probably would be Krista. Well, yeah, but... but uh, I mean, okay, this is the thing I love about Krista. No right. matter, like... What happens? Like Krista is like there, and she's like gonna be helpful. So like you know, <laughs> Sasha's been running all day. She's exhausted. She's hungry. And what happens? Krista shows up with a jug of water and some bread. This is true. But, but is you that also growth? said who matured the most. She yes. hasn't changed at all. But despite the crazy situation, except she's taken that simple thing and turned it into her being like very capable on the outside of that. She's I agree. able to, you know, um. not only avoid titans, coordinate <laughs> with the formation. She's like, I got your horses. She's also she saves the horses. And she has both horses. She is taking herself and two horses around and coordinating herself through all of this. And she comes in and she's, like, crying. She's yes, like, I'm yeah. so glad you guys are okay. okay. <laughs> she has, like, a moe shield and she's just, like, deflecting all the times with it. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I agree. She's awesome, believe me. But I think that she's just a bigger version of herself not That's necessarily true. like growing a more capable version okay, of herself yeah, yeah it's, we'll but it is go. very nice to see that a character can stay true to themselves yeah. in such a crap situation That's yes. true Agreed. I feel like that goes for Connie too oh, and Sasha. Well, yeah, yeah. Sasha really doesn't change. She's still <laughs> no, just she's like, like, oh my god, there's this baby Titan crawling at me. Yep, the crab like Titan. This. Crab Titan. Crab babies. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that that's really great. Why don't we move on here, though? Okay. Okay. So, in the forest, there's just this sort of moment where everyone's like freaking out, mm. and Levi just like has this moment where he talks to Aaron. And it's the moment where he's telling him to, okay, I understand. Do you either trust yourself or do you trust your team? It's okay to choose however you do. Mm -hmm. But he posed the question to Aaron as an open question. What side of that argument do you think Levi on? Would yeah. he be the person to rely on himself or to rely on his team? Because he doesn't say. He says he's unsure. He doesn't yeah. know the answer himself. Oh, my gosh. That one's hard because he literally says, like, I still question that, you know? Um, and you can't exactly. question the fact that he's, like, a one-man wrecking ball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I feel like at this point, even though we don't have a ton of his history, um, we know that the team is close-knit enough that I would say he would trust his team. Mm -hmm. um, I think he has the personality that he would initially be, like, very aaron like like, charge <laughs> into things and be like, I'm going to take him out. Mm -hmm, but... Yeah. Like, and he has, like, the capability to do that, you know? But we even saw, like, back when um, that one random soldier died and, like, he yeah. he came back to convince him, you know? I was him, just you know? that moment. Um, and mm -hmm. there was Petra and right there with him. And, like, he could have easily charged on and just ignore the fact that people were dying, you know? But he came back to, to be with his team and convince them that, like, it meant something. Mm -hmm. um, so I think at this point in the game, he, he's for his team. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. Well, let's talk about another, like, big personality in the Scouts. Let's talk about mm-hmm. Ervin. And we haven't really seen a lot of him, like, personally in the show. Yeah. We've seen him, like, leading, but then kind of in the background a little bit. Um, but the big thing we have seen is this whole operation was put together by Ervin. Mm-hmm. And it was a really chancy gambit to get at something that he might not have been entirely sure existed. I mean, like, before this episode started, we didn't know that the female Titan existed. Yeah, I bet. And yet this whole thing... <laughs> this whole thing... You're ruining my moment, I'm okay? sorry. <laughs> this whole thing was, like, built around it, it capturing her in the woods. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but Ervin, like, sacrificed a lot of his own people to to do that. So I just... What, what do you think that says about Ervin and his character? Well, first of all, they kept saying, oh, my gosh, we're off course, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, he did not let on at all that they would meet up in the woods. And at first I was like, why wouldn't he just tell them? Because, like, wouldn't that have made it easier? But then, like, my second idea was that, like, did he want them to be absolutely terrified so that, that the female Titan thought she had the upper hand because she has demonstrated to intelligence? Yeah. But, like, regardless, we've seen that Ervin and Levi are, are close. So the fact that Levi didn't even know kind of scares me a little bit. Um, and, like, it did work, but it was so risky. And so I am kind of scared of Ervin at this point. Like he's, <laughs> like, he's brilliant, but, like, he was willing to risk every single person there to do this. Yeah. Not to mention, like, he goes in there, and, like, he mentions this, I think, in the last st- string of episodes that we watched, like, we're going to be doing this, and we're going to have so many new recruits. There's going to be a lot of people who are inexperienced, who are going to be afraid because they've never done this, mm-hmm. they've never been out in the wild before on horseback doing this, and yet he pulls this off, and it's really interesting, I think, looking at it, like, it's kind of one of those, like, great moments of, like, learning about someone's character while not actually seeing them. Yeah. In, like... Because you, you get this sense, like, Ervin, when you see him, he seems so calm, cool, and collective, and actually yeah. kind of, like, warm, yeah. too. You know, he, he, he's kind of like, um, I don't know, like like Pixis a little bit that way, you know, where it's like, you immediately see him, and he looks like a face that you can trust. Yeah. And yeah. yet, and yet, That's like... That's a recurring theme. I know. Well, I mean, like, he, he plays so fast and loose. Yeah. With, with lives, you yeah. know? And it's, he's very, it's, like... Cold and calculating is what comes to mind. Yeah. The way that he just, like, all those maneuvers were planned out just to get there. And literally every single person there was like, what are we doing? And everyone wanted to go against what was happening, but no one did. Mm -hmm. So, like, I find... Even Levi's squad, too. Yeah, even Levi's squad. So I find that interesting, too, that he, like, did all this without them knowing... And he was also gambling with their trust, you know, mm-hmm. not just with their lives, but with the fact that they would actually keep going the way yeah. he planned. And yet there's a moment where they, I think they all get it. Yeah. And then they realize, oh, and then, and, but Aaron still hadn't quite got it. And they're like, no, no, no. Like Aaron, you have to trust us. Cause we get it now. Yeah. You know, like, you know, we understand and this isn't going to work if you don't trust us. Yeah. So you're right, he does gamble with his trust. And he's also a man that inspires that trust. Yeah, yet. so that does, like, that's a positive for his character. But also, yeah. like, the fast and loose. I, I'm very unsure about him now. Like, obviously, military genius at this point. Yeah. But um, I just want to know how much he knows. Yeah. 
Because he definitely he definitely knows lot. crap. <laughs> he definitely knows stuff. He kind of reminds me of Armin in that way. Yeah, he's just able to like boom, 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 deduce everything, right. you know, and like. You know, I don't know, maybe, like, Armin would be, like, a future Ervin. Um, Ervin, Armin, not much different. <laughs> Clearly a coincidence. Coincidence. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's move into our weekly wrap-up questions here. Um, yeah, Zach, why don't you start us off with our typical so, affair? with this string of episodes, what one lingering question do you have that you would love to have answered? Who is controlling Abbott? <laughs> oh, wow. There's no hesitation. Uh, yeah, there is no hesitation, but I also feel like it's the most obvious yeah. burning question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's I mean, a person in there. It's weird for me when I was first watching the show, like, that realization didn't even occur to me. Like, it, I'm, even like, so like, yeah. Armin was just like, oh, yeah, there's a person in there. And I'm like, no, there's not. Yeah. It's, it's like this moment of disbelief. It's like, come on. <laughs> the anime, only the hero gets the superpower. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a burning question indeed. Um, let's have the cadet of the week discussion here because for the majority of this episode, it's not about Aaron mm-hmm. at all. Uh, so who, but, uh, and we get to see a lot of the cadets do a lot of different really cool things. So who gets it? Who gets cadet of the week? Oh my gosh. I mean, it could be it could be Jean for pulling it together there. It could no, be no, Reiner no, no. for slashing his way out of the. Yeah, items. okay. I'm torn between Reiner and Krista, <laughs> oh. like hardcore. But you know, he's like, that's my future wife. So maybe a power couple. Power couple. <laughs> Are you saying? Wait. They are one people. <laughs> yeah, you have to pick one person. They, it's like you can't pin the medal Krista. on two people. Yay! <laughs> it's gonna be like Rhinesta or no? Shut you, Krista. It's Krista. It's Krista. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like I don't want to underplay the fact that like the three of them, as in John Reiner and Armin, would be dead without her. That's true. And she was like, I just saved the horses. <laughs> <laughs> this one seems so scared. Yeah, she was like, he was terrified. <laughs> Like you're so cute. <laughs> I love that, and the, and like their reactions to it are so priceless. Like yeah. Armin's like oh, my hero, and Jean's like she's a goddess. And then Rena's just like my future wife. She's the only one in the series that can make Bishy sparkles. Yes. yes, which is funny that Reiner says the comment about being future wife because he's not the first person to say that. No, uh, it's Ymir who was the first one. She was just awesome. Like, cat you know, fight. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. Okay, who would win that cat fight? Ymir. Ymir, hands down. (laughs) Yeah! Ymir camp all day long. Oh my gosh, that's great. Uh, Well, okay, so this episode two also has some really interesting moments too that are really dramatic, but also like very triumphant. Mm -hmm. So top feels, bad feels, where are we placing these this episode? Where were your top feels at? Okay, one of, all right, I had two, like, top feels. One was when Rhino burst through the hand. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, he's not completely crushed, because that scared the crap out of me. Uh-huh. Especially the way they did it. Like, it oh, yeah. looked so brutal. Oh, yeah. Um, But then also when they got to the end of the line and, and all the harpoons went off, and I was like, oh, thank God. Like, there was a reason for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so those would be my two top feels. And then bad feels would, oh, I think I'd have to say, like, what Aaron was feeling with all of the people trying to stop the female Titan and just continuously dying like oh, that. Oh, you mean you were, like, you felt like 
you were in Aaron's position. Just yeah. Like, why this is this is senseless. Like yeah, they they just kept going and they just kept dying. It was like yeah. I just felt so bad for him. Before it seemed a little bit excusable, like that moment where you saw like the one squad get wiped out, and then like the next squad saw it from a distance. Yeah. And, but they weren't quite sure what was going on. They just saw like oh look an abnormal titan. We better go take care of it. Yeah. And they yeah. didn't know what exactly they were dealing with. Right. So sad. But it yeah. just like kept happening like over and over and over again. So that was a bad feel. Yeah. Yeah. All those kills were brutal. They Ugh, were. They were. And like she, it was. Was it worse that she didn't eat them? <laughs> like I don't know. It just seems so much more violent. That I she know. Didn't. Like the one she was it's like weird. spinning yeah, on she her. She spun it and then just threw them. Oh my god! Or like there's a couple that she just like grabbed their the cables of their ODM gear and just like slammed them into the ground yep. or crushed them in her hand or kicked them or squashed them under her foot. Like, like she was just. It's just ugh. It was brutal. brutal. Yeah. Tank. yeah. Yeah. At this point. How screwed do you think humanity is? One being, hooray, humanity is saved, and ten being, uh, they're done. Uh, we were at a five, right? Five before, yes. Yeah. Four point five! <laughs> you feel pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good, because, like, yeah, we had some death, and we're probably gonna get a more realistic description of our death toll after this episode, um, but we just captured another Titan. Right. And... They made it. Like, it was a victory. It worked. So. Get to the bottom of these shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. so, before we close out here, I just want to get your a little bit of your predictions, maybe, for this next chain of episodes that we're going to watch. Um, what do you think is going to happen with this Titan that they capture? Ooh. I have no idea who's inside that Titan, um, but, like, I feel like it's somebody who made it out of the walls a long time ago. And, hmm. like, knows what's going on in the inner circle. Some yeah. Kind of a so, Titan hermit. Yeah, basically. A Titan hermit. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just can't think of who else it would be unless they're trying. Because, like, why as a human would you kill so many people? Like, it doesn't yeah, make any sense. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that. And then, uh, obviously, they're progressing towards um, the cellar. And so I think we're going to find a lot of our answers there. Um, and I feel like we're going to meet up with Aaron's dad at some point. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see about that. Okay. So yeah, this was, this was this chain of episodes. I'm excited by it. It's one of some of my favorite episodes in the series. I think I said that last time, but it's still (laughs) true. I mean, (laughs) but now it's for real. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so if you've been watching along with us and are enjoying this, maybe these episodes are also your favorite. You can connect with us and talk about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is uh, useful NPCs. Maybe you are watch slash slash listening to that there mostly listening. um yes i guess so <laughs> i mean it's youtube you can watch it i mean you could watch a still image i suppose for you know the length of this but that'd be kind of weird uh, unless you enjoy that get, I don't like know. a gallery of photos that make you happy and listen to our podcast <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you can connect with us there leave a comment on our youtube channel subscribe like do all that stuff we all have gaming videos on there too mm-hmm. so you can check those out um you can also connect with us on Twitter. Uh, we're at UsefulNPCs, and we'd love to hear from you there. Mm-hmm. And if you are someone who, who tumbles, if you have a Tumblr, you, you, can, you, can, you can connect Tumble with us there on Tumblr. We're UsefulNPCs.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach runs that. 
He yes. has a lot of fun with that. I oh man. Yes. yes. So you can connect so with those there. So much concept arts for games. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and and if you have uh, questions for Caitlin, if you've been following along, maybe send you're them. yeah, send them to her. Like if you were in Zach or my position, it, ha- having seen the show before, and you got a good idea for a good leading yeah. questions, send them in. But we want to hear about them. That Snape kills Dumbledore, you monsters. <laughs> 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 or you know the equivalent of that kind of question in Attack on Titan. Yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> that point um, where group lip rips off Loki's head. No, it's the worst. Mm, no. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so yeah, you can connect with us there, and we'd love to hear from you. And um, I just would like to put another plug in there too for if you are the type of person who has seen um, Attack on Titan. Uh, or any show that's just as good as this, I really encourage you to go out and do this sort of thing yes. with a friend who hasn't seen it before. Share it with them, even if they're not a person who likes anime, because that's me a little bit, too. I'm not a big anime person. Zach is, mm-hmm. you know, and <laughs> we all come from different backgrounds as yes. far as that goes, our, our interest yeah. level in that. And yet we can enjoy something that's really awesome, and you yeah. can enjoy it with your friends, it's too. Awesome. So, and yeah. In our binge-happy culture, it's good to be able to sit down and, like, sit back at things because you get this sort of like when you eat a lot of food you just feel like sluggish and crappy and when you binge watch a series you feel sort of sluggish and crappy so That's true take it at a decent pace this helps them enjoy it even more and gives you a chance to just open up and be like yes. this is why this is great and now you can see why it's great and you can talk <laughs> about it. That's what I've been doing all the like, suspense these past is few weeks. Real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you can actually add some suspense in our culture where we need it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, also, if you are uh, someone who is uh, been following us before with our YouTube channel, we've done Game of Thrones before this. I kind of put a plug in for this every week, I, but I, you I, should I, go I, and I, check I, that I, out I, if you haven't. Um, after we finish this, we're going to be pulling up uh, season two of Game of Thrones and continuing with that. Can't wait to get back into it. <laughs> I know Zach. Zach has a lot of feels about this. I have been waiting, <laughs> and Cameron is just dangling. I know part of the reason why I'm doing this is because uh, we're planning on doing that recap episode that you might have heard um, us talk about, where Zach's going to try and tell us everything that happened in season one of Game of Thrones. Just to see how but they can it's been like more than like a month since he's seen it, so. You know, it's expect some hijinks there. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, like uh, that part where Eddard Stark just kills all the Lannisters. I love that part. Well, there, there. <laughs> is that does that still hurt, Zach? No, my head cannon is now real because frack reality. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put that on a T-shirt or something. My head cannon is real because frack reality, <laughs> and it has like a Cylon. It like, has a Cylon with Eddard Stark on the other half of its face. <laughs> yes. Or and it's like the six Cylon, like, like draping herself over Eddard Stark. Oh! And he's got Joffrey's head in his hand. Yes! <laughs> Alright, so we happier. eventually have to open a store for useful NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll oh, work on man. it when people make his fan art. <laughs> um, well, yeah, thank you for, for tuning in. And we had a lot of fun with this. I hope you've had a lot of fun listening. You'll have to tune in next time to hear what happens when we uh, follow up with the capture of the female titan. Ah, Abbott. Oh, Abbott. Yep. Right. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you next time. Bye. That was weird. <laughs> Say bye. Say bye. 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 <laughs> Do it now. Do it.
it. <laughs> that was wrong. I thought we were going to say bye together. <laughs> no, we never say bye together. Bye together. We were like, I'll catch you next time. And I'll catch you. were like, bye. Uh, you want to rope back into this and try and take this again? <laughs> no, it's too late. Okay, bye. <laughs> That was such a fail. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> We're still going, make it stop. Hold on. How do you stop a podcast? <laughs> I don't know. It's still going. <laughs> Somebody stop it. Somebody. Somebody make it stop. Save us, Drogo. Why? Let <laughs> me just hit the button. <laughs> Oh, yeah.